0: Listener production.
1: Okay, welcome to Breaking News. Just the Gist side piece. (laughs) (laughs) Side episode in which I, Rosie Borderland, tell my co-host Jacob Stanley the major Breaking News headlines from the week that I have decided are important for him and through him, all of our listeners to know.
2: Join me on this educational journey.
1: Mm. Mm. Um I will say right up top. No poo or farts this week.
2: <gasps> Stop. What? But there will be Elon, won't there?
1: Well, obviously yeah. because <laughs> not obviously because like a major thing happened.
2: So we're still going to hear about a turd.
1: Well, it wasn't, no, not a turd.
2: He's a turd.
1: Oh, I understand. <laughs> there we go. I was like, the rocket's not a turd, it's a dick. <laughs> oh, I'm following <laughs> you. Um, no, I, I, I would normally open with saying Elon Musk's dick exploded. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got some bigger, more tragic breaking news this week.
2: Oh, yeah. Everyone, we've.
1: Producer Lindsay is leaving us
2: briefly, temporarily.
1: Well, that's, yeah, the bad news is she's leaving us. The good news is it's only for six months. Mm. We are unhappy. (laughs) We are pissed off. Mm. How dare she go and travel the world? (laughs) 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 And after working hard for so many years, so hard that she got named listeners most valuable player we had to <laughs> rename her Winsy by deed poll and now she's decided well you know what i'm gonna do something nice for myself and travel and gallivant throughout europe and do lovely amazing things and we just think how dare you
2: the cheek the nerve the gall the, the audacity gall, the gumption the audacity the gumption Winsy green
1: <laughs> Winsy green Are you excited? I am very
0: excited. I leave in a week and I will be more excited when it comes. Mm. At the moment, there's a lot to do. So I'm feeling more anxious and excited. But there is some
1: excitement there. There's excitement there. And Mm -hmm. so this is Lindsay's last day um, and we have the lovely Elise, who you might have heard on Abby's potty. It's a lot. Um, She's going to be filling in for Lindsay while Lindsay's gone. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, listen... So there's been an elaborate ruse happening (laughs) that I know Lindsay
2: knows
1: (laughs) because she's not a dummy. But basically we had this whole thing where I was going to say that there's this breaking news but I have some audio clips but it doesn't really make sense that Lindsay wouldn't have those already because Mm -hmm. I would give them to her to play. And we couldn't give them to Lindsay to play because they're audio clips for Lindsay, and so then me and Mike were like, "Well, we'll say that I gave them to Mike because I wanted to surprise Lindsay about this new cocaine bear news, of which there is none." <laughs> and it all just got very elaborate, and I kept looking at Lindsay's face, and she was like, mm, hmm
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: And Mike is very sweet and very excited about it, and he came down here, I think, about three times in the last <laughs> hour, going, "Are these cameras on? How are the lights? <laughs> are the cameras on? Are we getting this on camera? Is everything on camera? Is it on camera? Is Zoe getting this on camera? Is there?" A a camera on Lindsay? Is there a camera on Lindsay? <laughs> just wondering if there's a camera on Lindsay. <laughs> Mike, we love you. That's our EP, Mike. He's amazing. Um, so, Lindsay, yeah, we, we do have a few little, a little audio gifts for you. And um, you have not heard these. Okay. I was meant to pretend like these were just random clips, <laughs> but I could tell you, you figured it out. So, let's just launch into them. You've got to play them in order. Okay. So, play the first one. I listen to the test first? Or just well, he he did make that he he said, I'll put in a test because Lindsay's a professional and she always tests, so I'll make the test something funny. Okay, I'll play that first. Let's hear
2: then. it. Let's
1: go, girl. Which he thought a lot about because you dressed up as Shania Twain at the Christmas party. Mike's (laughs) put a lot of effort into this. Okay, now play. This is clip number one, which I am meant to say, oh, Jacob, did you know there's breaking cocaine bear news and I got Mike to um, upload the audio? Let's listen to what it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lindsay, it is Carrie Bicknell here from the Carrie and Tommy podcast. And you already know who I am, obviously, because I think you're a bit of a stalker. Thank you for listening to our radio show every day. Um, I can't believe you're leaving the listener family for six months. I hear you're going on a big adventure around the world. I hope you have the best time. Incredibly jealous. Eat all the croissants you can possibly fit in your gob in Paris. Uh, Keep up the running. Oh, you run. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm reading an email that's telling me all about you. <laughs> you run. Good on you. Run through Paris. No. Oh my God, you're going to Eurovision. Amazing. Have <laughs> fun. Wow. You've got a great adventure on your way. Anyway, <laughs> Love you, Lindsay. Bye. <laughs> oh, it's my best friend, Carrie
1: Bickle. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> your very, very best friend. You guys go way back, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so that was your first little present. Okay, now is Going away
0: present number two. Play it. Hey, producer Lindsay. It's Charlie Clawson from tofoc here. <laughs> Thank you for listening each week. But before you head off on your massive world adventure, there's someone here who wanted to say
2: something. Hi, Lindsay. It's Will Anderson. <laughs> I remember when we met all those years ago at Sin Radio, when you were just starting out. And I just wanted to say, if I seemed a bit aloof that day, I'm sorry, but I am... A very busy and important celebrity and sometimes I am just a little aloof. So anyway, look, it's great to see the work you've done with Just the Gist. Well done. Enjoy your trip. Was that an
0: apology? So on behalf of everyone here at Tofop and the Teabaggers, we hope you have fun at Eurovision and happy 30th birthday for September. Uh, we'll Woo! see you back here soon. But please don't look me directly in the eye. Take care. <laughs> he hates that. I can't even do it.
1: Oh, oh, I love that. How too. are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> A bit overwhelmed at who could possibly be okay. more exciting. So, this third one's the biggie. Okay. This is the main meal, the main course, the big one. I hope you like it. I don't really know who it is.
2: Angels brought him here.
1: Angels brought him. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what if now she's disappointed?
2: Oh, that'd not be great. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you won't be disappointed. You, you will won't be, not be disappointed. It's actually better no. than that one, yeah. okay. than that
1: possible possible one. Um, okay, this is the big one. <laughs> here we go. Hi, Lindsay. Your friend Steve Montegetty here. Massive ah! congratulations on your run up at the Newey half. I'm <laughs> so glad you've stuck to the running. Now, the team are just the gist of Let me know that you're heading overseas for a while, so hopefully you get to, to run in some great places over there. So make sure you have fun at Eurovision, and I look forward to catching up with you for a run when you get back. Cheers.
0: Oh, my God. Yay.
2: <laughs> yay, yay, yay. Oh, my God, I
0: don't know. Like, they're <laughs> probably, like, three, four of my favourite Australians. Um And, oh, I just love Steve Monaghetty so much.
2: Oh, we didn't know who he was. We didn't know who was. But we knew that you are a big, big fan. Which
1: I have to say that Mike put in all the effort to make that happen. He's (laughs) the one who said, Steve Monaghetty, and we were like, okay. Uh, uh, Racing cars? (laughs) But then I've learned lots about him, and he was so lovely um, agreeing to Mm. do it. But, um, yeah, Mike Williams, our um, EP, uh, really uh, put a lot of work into putting that together. Yes, oh, because you deserve so nice. it, because
2: you're worth it. Yes, you are. Because we adore you. Yep.
1: Whindy, whindy, whindy. Yeah.
2: And we're super, super grateful for everything that you've done over the last few years, and we will miss you.
1: I'll miss will- you guys, too. Uh, you know, it's not for long. Yeah. It's not for long. Yeah. It's just a, what do you call it, um, see you soon. Yeah. Literally. Good. Like, she's not, she's not like...
2: Six months flies by yeah. so quickly. Mm. It, like it really does. here we are already almost in May. I know. Yeah. So yeah, it'll fly by. Hopefully not for you though. I hope yeah. you get to really, really indulge in every single minute of this holiday. It sounds like it's gonna it's be incredible. Gonna be the
0: best. And keep
2: checking in with us on the way.
0: I was gonna say now you have a roving reporter on the ground yes. who <sighs> is not gonna be too far away from the Viking Museum in York. I know with <laughs> a ghost train. <laughs> with smell your own adventure.
1: You've gotta go. World's largest poo. No, but seriously, how far out, there wasn't meant to be any poo in this episode, but I didn't bring it up, did I? I didn't bring it up. You
2: can't be held responsible.
1: How far out of your way would it be to go to the Viking Museum with the poo train? I don't think terribly. I'm staying in Manchester for Eurovision
0: because it was too expensive to stay in Liverpool. And I think maybe two hours on the train.
1: Oh, come on now. That's, that's, you got to go. You've got to go, Wins.
0: I'm going. Yay! <laughs> and I was also thinking, I don't know if I'll get that far up north, but the convent where the nuns <gasps> um, the from the live show, mm. was that in, in Belgium? Belgium? Yeah, yeah,
2: up near Bruges. Yes. Mm. Oh, fucking Bruges.
1: Oh, fucking Bruges. Go on a a JTG tour of places and things. Mm.
2: This is something we officially want to set up in the future. Yeah,
1: I know. We're like, "Mm, should we let her be this? Because we want to be this. You can be
2: the guinea pig. We Mm. want to
1: travel. (laughs) We want to do just the gist of places. Yeah. Um, But you can do it, I guess. But we're very excited for you. It's going to be amazing. And you deserve to have uh, some time off and to do an incredible thing. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Yay. Yay. Um, and we'll just uh, make Elisa's life a living hell for six months. We'll just yeah. be like the bratty kids with a new nanny that we don't like.
2: Yeah. She's not our real mom She's and not she not never our real will mom.
1: be. You're not my real mom, <laughs> is what I'm going to say every day. Um, okay, well, I guess because we mentioned it just before, I guess we'll just get straight into it. Elon Musk's dick exploded
2: <laughs> I knew you were going to be all over this blew up I didn't bother clicking on any Burst of the links because I knew I was going to hear about it from
1: you. Oh I didn't bother clicking on anything either mm. I just saw the headlines on the picture and the video <laughs> What else do you need to know it blew up It blew up <laughs> He did a launch of the dick rocket which he has admitted he designed to make it look like a dick cuz
2: oh. He didn't No he did Oh god
1: He he lit, he thinks it's funny he's like oh we, we made it look like a dick oh. <sighs> <laughs> and, and they it
2: blew after 4 minutes. They did a
1: practice launch <laughs> and yeah it exploded. Yeah, I think like a minute in or something something happened. At first it got delayed like it kept getting pushed back by a couple of days whatever uh, whatever and then they finally did it and it
2: just Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> oh, perfect metaphor. And
1: they've tried to spin it like, "No, but this is good. It's all learnings. It's all learnings. Mm-hmm. Like you learn mistakes help you grow. We learned a lot." And I'm like, "Yeah, you learned that your dick rocket sucks." <laughs> That it blows up. <laughs> what, it, what? How did you need to learn that? Why did you need to learn that it's bad if it explodes, uh, guys? Uh. So anyway, we'll see what happens, but um, <laughs> I guess they've got to build another one.
2: <laughs> how much did it cost, roughly? Oh,
1: gazillions. Of course. So much. Yeah, even and, guess. like, even NASA's investing in it now because it's cheaper for them to, like, go halvesies with him.
2: Outsource it, yeah.
1: So, um... Yeah, that happened.
2: Uh, So's Elon. Yeah.
1: Um, I guess um, if we do find him while we're on safari in South Africa, what? why do I sa- wait? South
2: South Africa.
1: South Africa. Mm. Um, we'll just go. Sorry. <laughs> Wish you well. Wish you well. Wish you well. <laughs> well done on the dick rocket. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Speaking of. Mm. Not many sleeps till South there.
2: Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Fourteen
1: sleeps. Okay, so as you guys know, Jacob and I are going to South Africa with um, uh, G Adventures Mm -hmm. and Care of South Africa Tourism. And um, I've been buying just increasingly ridiculous things to wear, Mm. mostly hats that just get like ridiculously larger in size to protect myself.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to see them.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really, I'm really preparing a visual. Um, sartorial feast mm-hmm. to protect myself in Africa but also um, that I know will probably annoy you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Great. looking Yay. forward to it. She's already wearing leopard print.
1: Yeah, I yeah. am. I've You're got my leopard fit print right in. overalls on today. Mm. But no, I've got a lot of hats. I've got about uh, at last count I had about 14 different hats. So okay. My luggage is going to be mostly hats. One for each day. Um, Oh, yeah. We are going for about two weeks. Yeah. Mm. And, um, yeah, I'm pumped. We're going to find the big five plus the big six, Elon. The six.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll see what trophies we can make it back with. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll be recording while we're over there. Yeah. So, yeah, you won't. Miss a beat, you'll be hearing updates from us. And yeah, check us got, out on Instagram. See the hats.
1: See the hats. See we've the got camo outfits. Two episodes of Breaking News while we're over there. Yes, we'll we do. And just let you know if we've seen him. Mm. spot <laughs> What could the trophy be if you got Elon? The wig. But isn't it plugs? You pay, like, a lot of money, don't you, surgery-wise? Like, <laughs> it's implanted in his head, isn't it? How do they work? Like, st- Like they don't they literally give you just like a new scalp with new hair that grows? Is that how it works?
2: My understanding is these days if you go to Turkey and get it done, they take hairs from the back. Mm. They sort of surgically remove from the base, the bulb, Mm. and then put it up front, up the top.
1: But what if you have none at the back? But what if you have none at the back?
2: I don't know. They find it elsewhere on your body.
1: Because I thought, okay, I could be so wrong. And if you've had a hair transplant, tell us, because I'm fascinated by this. I thought that... Because you can't just have the one hair, like mm-hmm. like as in, don't they need to put something there that will hair will keep growing?
2: Well, yeah, they, they, it's the bulb. It's like the root of the tree. It's like if they transplant a tree and they have to move the root system.
1: Yeah, but what if that bulb stops growing?
2: Then you wasted your money. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. Mm. So don't they get it from like somewhere else or like healthy hair or something? I don't know. I don't know.
2: no. I don't think it really matters. Um, Like
1: like an organ transplant mm. from someone else with a healthier organ, you get like a hair transplant but from like Fabio into your head.
2: Maybe that's the case. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they start off at least with with moving your own head. With your own, yeah, yeah, moving your own head, moving your own hair around yeah. your head, yeah, yes.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. So yay, South Africa. Yeah. Are you gonna wear anything ridiculous?
2: Yeah. I've started shopping. You've
1: started planning. Okay, see. good, good, yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah. good.
2: I've got some finds.
1: Okay, cool, mm. cool, cool, cool. I'm so pumped. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Oh, I have another song, guys. <sighs> why don't you remind me? Oh. I'm- <laughs> 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 A breaking nose, a breaking nose, I got the scope, I see, X-ray, X-ray, read all about it, a breaking nose, Do-do-do-do-do. it's coming down the wire. There we go. Sorry, we did a few before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did you know, this wasn't even on my list, but on the weekend, a lot of people sent me um, on Instagram, uh, there was a Titanic auction on the weekend with a whole lot of Titanic stuff.
2: Oh, is yeah. in stuff that was on the boat?
1: Um, not no, not stuff that they've pulled up from the bottom, but some stuff that peop, like survivors took with them off. Mm-hmm. Some stuff to do with like planning, like old, um, uh, like uh, what do you call it? Sketches of mm-hmm. the design and whatever. Um, and I was really excited. Um, but then like stuff was going for like four hundred thousand dollars. <gasps> oh. I know people <laughs> are obsessed with Titanic stuff. Mm-hmm. They really are.
2: If you could have purchased anything, what would it have been?
1: Oh, I really wanted, there was, you know, Thomas Andrews was the, um, like, engineer, the builder who basically designed the ship. <laughs> of course um, I did. <laughs> he was played by, um, what's his name in the movie? Uh, Victor Garber. Oh, yeah. Played by Victor Garber in the movie. He's the guy who, like, tells Rose that there's not enough um, lifeboats. Mm-hmm. and. And then he just sadly is, like, looking at the clock and he died. But anyway, he, he died on the ship. There was a um, leather-bound, uh, like, book that uh, Harland and Wolff, the shipbuilders, mm. this is so Inside Baseball, had made for him with all these really beautiful, um, like, final sketches of all the, like, designs of the ship. And it has his name embossed on the front. And that went for, like, gazillions
2: of dollars. Mm, bad. That's what I wanted. Someday. Someday. Someday.
1: Some, well, I if I was rich, I would flesh out my Polly Pocket collection first, and then I'd go <laughs> on to
2: Titanic.
1: <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, like, you know.
2: I can't wait till you're in your sixties and you've finally got these piles and piles of money, and that's what you spend that's it what on. i gonna
1: buy. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to wait till I'm in my sixties to have piles of money. Uh, you mean soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> you mean soon?
2: We're pretty bloody close to sixty. No, we're
1: not. Yeah. Yeah. We are not. Mm. You are. <laughs> what are you, two years older than me? Well, mm. you keep, off you go. I'm back here. I'm staying back here.
2: We're both 20-something years away from 60.
1: 20, yeah, that's
2: true. Mm, both yeah. of
1: our next major birthday is 40. Yeah. Although mine's after yours.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I might just not get there.
1: Um. Okay, here's something we need to talk about. Foil gate. (gasps) Foil gate. Foil gate. You just said it. Foil gate. Okay, I'm sorry.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I cannot handle this. Foil,
2: foil, soil, boil, coil, toil.
1: You're saying two syllables in all of those
2: words. I don't hear Okay,
1: let me just tell everyone, in case you don't know, last week we realised that Jacob has had a stroke and thinks that <laughs> Doyle and Foyle are one-syllable words. We got into this big thing about it where we each thought the other one was gaslighting the other mm. one and then um, as soon as the episode dropped, straight away, mm. you were all on it, Gisners. None of you can agree either. Yeah. It's kind of split down the middle. Yeah, This thing went viral. It was going viral on teachers, like... like high school teacher Facebook pages. Mm -hmm. We had like you at one point were like, checkmate, look what a speech pathologist said. Mm. And I was like, yeah, here's five other ones who say something different. (laughs) No one can agree. (laughs) Linguists, speech pathologists, Mm. primary school teachers, high school teachers, like um, language professors, no one can agree Mm. on whether the word foil has one syllable or two. Mm. No one can agree. My thing is, though, say foy. Foy? F O I.
2: Mm. Now say foil. Foil.
1: No, but that's not how you say foil. foil. Yeah, and that's got oil. two syllables. Foil. Because it's the all foil. Oil. Oil.
2: <sighs> Look, I can hear that. There's the little inflection foil. there. But it's not a separate syllable.
1: Yes, it is. Because a syllable is just a sound. Mm. When you're in school, they say how many sounds. Mm. Foil. Look. Okay. Foil, oil. <laughs> foil, oil. 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 And when you were like, what about turmoil? I was like, turmoil. Turmoil. Yeah, turmoil.
2: I, s- yeah.
1: I can't believe you. And it was driving people crazy. One of our, um, uh, gistners, Georgia Love, who yeah. you might know, beautiful bachelorette, mm-hmm. um, brilliant journalist, amazing lady, big fan of the show. She- it broke her brain mm. and she was on your side and she was messaging into the Just the Gist, um, Insta, and we would both go and message her at different times and she could tell who it was based on (laughs) if I was arguing or not. I'd be like, you're wrong, and she'd go, hi, Rosie. (laughs) You're wrong. Uh,
2: I love how people were swinging back and forth. They were. It's definitely one. Oh, no, wait. Hang on. And we're talking experts. Experts. Speech pathologists, linguists.
1: Words like schwa, diphthong,
2: Mm, Glottals. So There's
1: all these things that people are like, well, technically it's the blah. And then some people were like, well, it's all to do with the vowel and the blah, blah, blah. But why is vowel? Mm. Like, literally, no one can agree on this. Mm. We need to get the footage last week of us initially realizing that we were not aligned on mm. something. It's like thinking, it's like realizing that the person sitting next to you sees the sky as green. Yeah. And you're like, what?
2: This is this decade's The Dress. I think so too. This decade's Yanni and Laurel.
1: I think so too. Literally from the second I woke up in the morning, people were arguing about it Mm. on socials. Like, you cannot, there's there's no winners.
2: Mm.
1: And in the end, nobody (laughs) wins.
2: What do you think about fire?
1: Um, One or two? Hold on, let me say it. Blah, 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 bushfire. Yeah, two.
2: Fire. 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 See, I Fire. still see it as one.
1: Fire. But you don't say far.
2: Far. Well, you could. Far. <laughs> far. You don't say far. Far festival.
1: See, I think in your mind, you, you, you think you say far.
2: Fire.
1: But you say foil. Mm.
2: Fire did get me that I was like, yeah, that is like the yeah. It really And
1: like is the all in foil. Mm. Foy, foy, All.
2: Foil. To me, that's still all just one. Foil, coil, toil, boil, soil, so It's all two. Boil.
1: You're saying two syllables in all of those. Oh, I can't. We can't get back into this. I can't. It's driving me crazy. Um, and then, oh, this is a good one. So, you know how, like, we are called millennials and you and I are kind of called geriatric millennials?
2: What an affectionate term. Yes. I know, right?
1: Mm. Just like if I have a baby now, it's going to be a, a geriatric pregnancy. Mm. I know. Thanks, mm. society. <laughs> um, so <laughs> there's this new thing going around of people saying we are a very particular generation that, um, even in millennials, it's only a few of us, it's only mm. the elder millennials who had a childhood without any internet. Mm but then also grew up with it. Yes. Because it hit when we were around, like,
2: 12-ish, you
1: know. And then, I mean, I didn't – we were poor, so I didn't really get any of it until I went to live with my uncle when I was 14. Mm -hmm. I I started really properly often using the internet and stuff. So we are the only ones who have lasting memories of none of it but also are very good at it Mm. and, like, – grew up with it enough to really understand it. Mm-hmm. We remember not having it, but we're not stupid boomers. Yep. And so they are saying that this very small subset of people, which includes you and I, they're calling us the Spice Girls generation.
2: <gasps> oh, that's parfait. Mwah,
1: mwah, better. Yes. So much better than geriatric millennials. <laughs> Why did it
2: take us so long? <sighs>
1: I like that one. Of
2: course. We
1: are the Spice Girls generation. 97
2: to 99 was sort of as we were coming of age. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's oh, us. I
2: like yes. it. Yes. Oh. Chef's kiss. Yeah. As a ginger, I approve. Yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, and speaking of, speaking of geriatric millennials, mm-hmm. um, I saw on TikTok this thing that and appa- it went viral because people didn't know, but I also thought it was a totally different words. So, in Spice up your life the mm. world I see, yeah, hold tight." I always thought it was "I see ya, hold mm. tight no, it's
2: ha see, yeah. ya.
1: yeah, which is yes" in three different languages mm. because they're talking to the people of the world mm. it's in it is Japanese, Spanish, and German German
2: mm.
1: ha, see, ya is like. What? What's the word? Yes. 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 In hold three t- different languages. Yeah. I always thought it was I see ya. Hold tight.
2: Oh, huh, there you go.
1: Um. Oh, so this week's episode, Heaven's Gate. Yes. Yes. Mm. Good one. Really good one. <sighs> and I will say that um, we aren't allowed to say, like, the most graphic parts of that episode, mm. but, like, you can go and look it up if you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty uh, So
2: Yeah, we recorded some of it but then decided it wasn't appropriate mm. um, to include in the final episode. Yeah, you can go and find out if you'd like. Certainly one of the darkest episodes mm. we've covered. Kind um, of not,
1: though. Like, yes, it's a funny episode. The Ultimately what these people do is quite dark, mm-hmm. but the whole episode itself isn't like dark.
2: Yeah, I chose to focus on a lot of the ridiculous yeah. stuff, and there was some pretty ridiculous stuff Ridico. in there. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, and that was kind of all my breaking news, really.
2: Well, a couple of things I want to circle back to. Oh,
1: okay. Firstly, just right.
2: it took me a couple of seconds to yeah, sort Yeah, I was going to say, you could ask me thoughts. in the moment. That's how
1: conversations work, but sure. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs>
2: Having strokes, slowing down my brain, struggling. Um, You triggered a memory that... Relates to the Heaven's Gate episode, actually. Yeah. So we talked about the Nike sneakers yeah. that the um, the corpses were found wearing. All yeah. brand new, all matching, and Nike had to discontinue those mm-hmm. particular sneakers. they have then gone on to become the most expensive collector's items oh, that yeah. Nike makes.
1: I've seen that before. Yeah. Tens
2: of thousands of dollars people spend, yeah. A, because they're so rare, but more so, B, because they have this connection yeah. to the Heaven's Gate cult.
1: What an, like, for a sneaker head or whatever they call them, mm. like, what a what an item.
2: Mm. Yeah, and that was something I stumbled on in the research that I forgot to mention in the episode. I'm glad I get to mention it here.
1: Why do people want weird stuff like that? Like how John Wayne Gacy, the um, serial killer who dressed up, there's famous photos of him dressed up as a clown at kids parties, mm. and um, he would sell artwork from prison. Mm. And like, People bought it. That's how he made lots of money in prison selling paintings to people, most of which he didn't even paint himself. He just got people in prison to paint them for him and he, like, gave them a cut. But why would you want to buy a painting?
2: Why would you want any artefact connected to some dark, horrible tragedy in history, like a thing of the design of the Titanic,
1: Yeah, but that's not the same thing. Mm. That's not the same thing. Like, (laughs) how is it the same as... How is wanting... An artifact from the Titanic, the same as wanting a painting by a killer clown who murdered little boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull you up on that one. Actually, I'm gonna pull you
2: up. You're right; it's a very different connection. shade, of dark. Yes, I'm gonna pull you up there, my friend.
1: Um, but it's just odd, mm. and like people, the weird, like there are people who do collect really weird serial killer things. Mm like items and stuff.
2: I heard about a guy who went viral not that long ago cuz he collects human bones. Yeah, what? Like skulls, and what? And there were lots of questions about how he was sourcing how does he get them. Him? Yeah, but at the end of the day, why does he want them? And yeah. why is he then becoming famous for having them?
1: Yeah, how many does he have? Like the, does he have a Thousands. crazy amount? Yeah, yeah, because like people have them. Mm. Cuz you know, I think I've told you this before, but my uncle who's a doctor um Uh, from when he was studying, had a skeleton, like you have a full skeleton or whatever. And um, he, you know, finished studying and went on to become a doctor. And one day um, me and Rhiannon, when we were little kids, were at our grandparents' house and there was a storage closet under the house and you couldn't, it was pitch dark in there. So we were playing this game where you would just reach in and grab something and pull it out. Yeah. And I reached in and grabbed something and pulled it out and it was like a bloody leg bone and we started screaming. And oh. we were like, ah, ah, And then Rhiannon reached in again and pulls out a skull and oh. we're going, ah. Like we're little kids. I'm talking mm-hmm. like, under te- like little. And it turns out it was my uncle's skeleton from medical school that was in storage under the... <laughs>
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, but no, it was real fl- bones. Yes,
1: it's a real skeleton.
2: Wowie. Uh. I know. Oh, yikes. Did you I you probably still haven't had a chance to listen to the episode we did about the um Yongala, the Australian version of the Titanic. Oh, no. Nah. And how they had to lock the... Because all the people who were on board mm, died. Mm. And so all their skeletons were left there for mm. decades. And then when the ship was then found, people started to go diving there. But then they would take home souvenirs. And uh. that was sometimes part of the boat. But more frequently, it was some of the bones Ske- that were laying around. <gasps>
1: That's grave robbing, though. Yes.
2: Yes. Like, that's
1: really messed. You wouldn't go to a graveyard and dig down and take a bone.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a woman going back to America. Yeah. And she was stopped at customs entering American soil. And they went through her luggage and they were like, why do you have a femur? <laughs>
1: Human femur bone. Yeah. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> and she explained. And so then they went and gathered up all the bones and mm. locked them away in the captain's quarters. So no well, one can access them.
1: There's been issues with that. Like a lot of people have issues with the Titanic as well because they started, when they finally found it on the ocean floor, they started taking stuff. Mm. Um, there were no no remnants of bodies left because the water pressure down there is like 10 tonnes a centimetre or something. So it would have, and they didn't find it for, I think they found it in the 80s. So it, was, it took them like 60 years to find it. Mm. And um, they started taking stuff and there was two arguments. One was that, This is all going to disintegrate and disappear and we need to start preserving it now. But other people were like, you're grave robbing. Mm. You're taking things from a sacred site where, like, 1,500 people died. Mm. So I don't know. I'm glad they saved it all. They're even saving big portions of the wreck now because the wreck itself is disintegrating. Like pictures you see of it underground, it's quite – Whole, I mean, mm. except for the fact it's broken in two pieces, but um, uh, it's so different now. It's just completely kind of just slowly turning to dust. Mm. Like, do you think they should try and preserve it? Preserve stuff from it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't see any harm in it. Yeah. I don't think it's got to be our top priority as a society, but yeah, there's no harm.
1: No, but I mean, the people who are doing it, like, yep. I think so. You wanna, way worse you things
2: they could like like we'll be doing.
1: That stuff, mm. I think.
2: So but, that people can sell it.
1: Well, no, they don't sell it. It goes, it's conserved. It's, it's all in a museum and the museum uh, like generally, I think it's like once a year or once every couple of years they have a travelling um, show mm-hmm. where you can go and look at the artefacts if you can't get to um, Belfast. Mm-hmm. But I mean Southampton, sorry. But it is all conserved mm-hmm. as a museum. Yeah.
2: Can you make it to Southampton, Lindsay? Can that be part of your JTG tour? We're just hijacking your holiday now. Oh, my
1: God. I would just love to go to Southampton. I'll give it a go. See but, what um, can do. But people also have sold stuff. Mm-hmm. Like other people have – you can get plates. You can get all kinds of things. When I was a kid, I had a piece of coal <laughs> from the floor.
2: Do you not still have it?
1: Oh, somewhere. Mm-hmm. I've got a whole lot of Titanic stuff in storage at my mum's house because mm-hmm. I've moved so much and it's not really, like, essential to lug that around the country. <laughs> <laughs> my many Titanic – Speaking of, um, somebody messaged through the other day because Carlo Ricci, who came on and did the episode about mm. the Titanic conspiracy, um, that it wasn't Titanic that sank, that it was Olympic, which, by the way, <sighs> not true. Mm. Um, he messaged through some stuff about the whole uh, syllable thing because yes. he has all this smart stuff to say about mm. language and diphthongs and whatever. And then someone messaged through and said, listen, I would take this seriously, but then I saw it was Carlo Ricci and he made me believe for five hours that the Titanic didn't really sink and that mm. annoyed me. So no, <laughs> no to Carlo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah. And Carlo's point was, we can all be right. We can all just get along.
1: We can't all be right about the Titanic <laughs> sinking. <laughs> <laughs> it was not the Olympic um, we don't have time, but I could talk for a long time about how that conspiracy theory is nonsense. Mm. I could explain and he it. He agrees I with you on could that. could explain it to you. He
2: agrees with you on that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. On board. Uh, but yes, in his podcast, sorry to give away the ending, but you've had time to listen to it and you should have by now. Um, yeah, for the first few episodes, he really leads you, and I fell for it, leads you to mm. believing the Olympic is what's at the bottom of the Atlantic. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. Mm.
1: And this goes around on TikTok every now and again and everyone's like, oh, my God, my mind's blown. It's not really that it... The Titanic sank, people. Mm. Just message me if you want more information. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. Um, that's it. Uh, Recos. Mm. I've got just one. I'm very excited. It came up on my email today because I subscribe to Wondery, the mm. podcast platform, um, just because I use it so much for research for this show and I find their ads really annoying. Mm. So when you subscribe, you just don't get ads. Um, they have a new podcast coming out that mm. they emailed me about this morning called Flipping the Bird, Elon vs. Twitter. <gasps> uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm so excited.
1: They announced it today. There's a trailer, so I guess it's probably coming out in the next couple of weeks, but I am pumped.
2: Is it just going to be about the court case when they were like forcing him to pay up?
1: I think it'll just be about the whole thing, yeah. Just about all the nonsense, which like even in the last couple of days, they've finally, um, if you are not paying $8 for a blue tick, they've taken it away from you. Mm. So in the last few days, it's like the Pope isn't verified anymore because he won't pay the eight bucks. (laughs) Like like Oprah isn't verified anymore. Beyonce isn't verified Mm. anymore. And there was the funniest joke. I think it was, um, was it? It was one of the late night hosts. He goes, the only thing you don't want, the only thing more embarrassing that people know you're paying for is Pornhub. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't, if you have a blue tick, everybody knows you're paying eight bucks a month to Twitter mm. and you're a loser. So nobody wants it.
2: I think I heard that he's selectively started giving the blue ticks back to some of his favorite celebrities. Really? They probably don't want it. They're probably yeah. not on Twitter anymore. Um but the way I found out about this was because all these drag race queens, mm. um, because RuPaul was no longer verified, oh, they no. got on and changed their username and profile picture to RuPaul and started tweeting. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. Yeah. So yeah, there's this massive identity crisis going on there. It's so the
1: stupid. Mm-hmm. It was like the. Oh, it was such a good system. The ticks. I anyway. So I'm excited to listen to that podcast. I don't even know. I'm just recommending it off the trailer. Yeehaw. But the trailer was good. So. Flipping the Bird, Elon versus Twitter. Brilliant. What's your record? Well,
2: I know I've done TV shows like three weeks in a row. And have you watched Jerry Duty yet? No. Oh, so many people have been writing to me and saying thank you so much. Yeah, I actually have
1: seen a bunch of those on the JTG um, Insta. But, you know, I have um, a lot of work right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get done before we go to South Africa. Mm. Oh,
2: you probably want to binge the whole thing on the plane.
1: Yeah, actually, I'll do that. I'll save it for the plane. Yeah,
2: Very Moorish. But yeah, it's so uplifting and heartwarming. And the final two episodes came out and... Yeah, I've seen everyone talking about it. It's just such a gem. Um, But then another show I stumbled across called Mrs. Davis just launched on Binge. The first four episodes are up there. It's a sort of surrealist comedy action hybrid Mm. and Betty Gilpin is the main actor. Yeah. And she plays this nun Mm. who uh, is refusing to accept a world where AI has basically taken over as God or the devil. Mm. Um, And AI is... Mrs. Davis and that's controlling everyone else in the world Mm. Um, and it ends up setting Betty Gilpin, the nun on a mission. Oh cool. And it has lots of really cool sort of metaphors along the way really great characterization for some of the main players Um, and yeah First four episodes, I couldn't get enough. And now it's going to be weekly from here on out.
1: You had me at Betty Gilpin. Okay. I love Betty Gilpin. Mm. She um, And everyone loved her in that um, exercise show. What was it called? Glow. Glow. But I really liked her in Nurse Jackie. She was so good in that.
2: I have not seen that.
1: Oh, you would love Nurse Jackie.
2: I do like Edie Falco. So I always meant to watch it.
1: Boy, you, mm, Mm. it is so good. She's like, Edie Falco is amazing. Betty Gilpin comes in, I think, like, a season or two in and is, like, a highlight. She's mm. so funny. Um, oh, and I just remembered one more. This is a random reco, But um, because when I'm working, I um, have free-to-air TV on. Mm. Like, I don't really have other, like, because it's just something that you don't really – I like the background noise, mm. but it's free-to-air, so, like, you're not really going to focus on it. You know what I mean? So I was working on – I think it was Friday night or Saturday night, um, and the TV was on, and you know what came on? Mm-hmm. That movie, Fear, with um, Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg, from when we were teenagers—that
2: is a blast from the past. Right? Wow! And
1: I watched it.
2: Did it age well?
1: I kind of stopped working. <laughs> um, I mean, sort of. It's 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 very of its time, and anybody who is of the Spice Girls generation mm. will remember Fear. And it's about like this – Reese Witherspoon's in high school and looks exactly like her daughter now, like it's uncanny. Mm. Um, And she starts dating this bad boy who gets really obsessive and scary and abusive and she lives in this big house and he comes and stalks them and her her family and it's like (sighs) –
2: that was definitely part of my gay sexual awakening. Mark Warburg, as a teen. In that. Oh, yeah. He's
1: very oh, yeah. good looking in it. Yeah. He's very good looking in it. Mm. And it was kind of unhealthy lessons for us as kids because I remember at the time thinking, imagine if a boy loved you that
2: much. Like, he's just, he just loves her so much. Yeah, because he's full-on creep,
1: he's full, like you are
2: lusting after You him. are.
1: You're lusting after and he's so sweet at first, and then he gets so obsessive, and then he, like, and then that scene where he carves her name into his chest and then gets the pen and, like, gives himself a Nicole tattoo, and the whole thing's deranged. Early
2: Pete Davidson vibes. It is, and
1: he gives her um, an orgasm on the roller coaster, which was, like, one of the things where I was like, I don't understand how that works at the time. <laughs> I understand now. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it was just like, I couldn't, what a random movie to come on and distract me.
2: That's so funny, but great.
1: Ever, so, everyone go back, back. If you're of the Spice Girls generation, go back and watch Fear.
2: Nostalgia. I know, no. it
1: is. That's it.
2: And now I'm dragging it out because this is our final break in news with Winzy for a while, <laughs> and I don't want it to end.
1: Winzy. Winzy.
2: Have the best time. Thank go you. to Strasbourg. Check out the site of the Dancing Plague. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And also, Adjisna got in touch and they went to the Hindenburg Museum. Oh, so where's that? Out. Frankfurt. Yeah, so you might like to pop that on the list as well, yeah. We'll send you on assignments as they come through. <laughs> yeah. If you've got any recos for where Lindsay should go,
1: send them on through. JTG related, JTG. Of course. JTG of course. and or poo related. Mm. Lindsay, will try and get Lindsay to go.
2: <laughs> and this is just Europe, yes? Yep. Yeah,
1: Europe, yeah. So um, even though this is a holiday for you, we are going to be um, giving you work assignments. Mm. I'll claim it on tax. And um, yeah, that's smart. Oh, then you can claim it on tax. And in the meantime, I look forward to staring at Elise and saying, You're not my real mom.
2: You never will be. <laughs>
1: and you never will be.
2: Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>